Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Jam and Toast Podcast. I am Sandra Falls, and I'm being joined by my daughter. Hi, I'm Marie. And today's topic is accountability. Let's talk about it. So what is accountability? Accountability is your willingness to accept responsibility for your own actions. You need to own it, do what you promise to do. Individual accountability is the belief that everyone will be accountable for her or his performance and learning. I just wanted to ask, so in terms of, you mentioned individual accountability and I'm assuming the expansion of that is group accountability. So what, can you uh, um, explain what the difference of that may be and examples of that, of being accountable in a, as an individual as and also as in a group? Okay, uh, as an individual, whatever, I'll say an assignment or whatever work was given to you and you agree with it, that you should uh, perform that, you know, to the best of your ability and do what you promise to do. Now, in the group uh, accountability, is also if individuals are working on different topics for the group or different tasks for the group, but they're going to come together at the end and it's going to be all one, just one project. Those individuals need to also be accountable for your task, your task performance, being on time, and being able to keep your promise. So I had a follow-up question. Uh, (laughs) So you mentioned uh, two attributes you just mentioned of someone who is remaining accountable is uh, completing or sticking to tasks and being on time for things. What would be your advice to someone who wants to take on more responsibility uh, and become more accountable to themselves and then to others as well? You know, uh, I would say it needs to be clear and whoever's going to assist you, they need to be clear. Like you need to tell them what you need to assist them with and they're going to need to agree with that. So it was, you know, so everything needs to be up front. You, every, you need to be honest. So, um, so my next question is, I, I love, I love all your responses, all your wisdom thus far. So I'm thinking about people on different ends of the spectrum. You have people who are not accountable at all and who maybe have an inkling of wanting to be more accountable, be more responsible. And then you have people on the far right of the spectrum who is taking on every single every single thing they are they're more they're more of a perfectionist so for the person who is uh, i know we just talked about the person who wants to take on more responsibility what about the person who is the perfectionist who their model is if i don't do it it's not going to be right what advice would you give them you know be honest with others and trust others with responsibility and and let and let them know that they don't have to do it all so what advice would you give them you know, I would tell them, if you look at the task, there are some tasks that you, you might entrust to some, you know, to other people. And if it falls through, it won't be 
such a big deal, you know, that you can do it and you still, you know, meet the deadline, but give people a chance to, you know, to, to help you, you know, or to prove themselves. So you just said something about giving people the chance to prove themselves. I don't, I don't want to use the term cut off, but that's the only, that's the only phrase and term I can think of right now. So you just mentioned that we should give people, give people a chance. It's uh, for that perfectionist. Get, uh, they should give people a chance to prove themselves. So what should, for anybody, what should our cutoff be before we make a decision on someone being accountable and someone being responsible? Do we, um, whether it be in the workplace or in our personal life, what is your go-to, uh, I guess, chances you give people or maybe it's situational, I don't know. But what is, what is your go-to I guess medium to say, you know what? I given this person X Y Z chance. This, this is a moot point. You know, if they if they consistently show you that they're not, you know, meeting what you expected from them. You know, the first time I said, okay, maybe not that task. Maybe give them a different task. And then, like, if, if that task doesn't come through, and then it's you know, you start thinking, well. Just wait for them to, instead of you, like, giving them a task, just wait till they come to you and say, you know, this this is, what, this is these are my skills. This is what I can do. You know, this is how I can prove myself. Because sometimes, like in a group, sometimes you might be good at it, sometimes you might not be good at it. So you just have to find where that person excel and then try to, you know, uh, give them tasks, you know, according to their skill and, and according to their interests. And it would make a big difference if, you know, you are interested in a task that, you you know, you know you're good at and you can, you can prove yourself, you know, and uh, it's more likely that you're going to perform that task really well. So in, in terms of productivity, you just, uh, while you're writing, I'm always, while you're writing, my goodness, while you're speaking, I'm writing down notes and things I want to ask. So you just touched on something that's very important when it comes to um, being accountable to others and vice versa. You mentioned that when giving people a chance and letting them rise to the occasion, well, that's the phrase I'm using right now. Um, it's important to know the skill set of that person and allow them to work in the skill set that they're best at. So what about those people who whether it's due to low self-esteem or whether, I don't know what any other instance this will happen, but maybe this person experienced low self-esteem or never just had a chance to do anything, uh, no one's ever expected anything of them because of some prejudgment on the parts of others. But what about those people who, from the outside looking at them, you know, you know or you have a sense that hey, they're doing this task well. You know that they would be good at this, but this person doesn't seem to have the, the self-esteem to even want to try for a different area. So what, what advice would you give, A, that person that's looking at them saying, hey, they would be really good at this. How would, how would that person encourage the, um, the other person? that they see uh, some potential in. 
You know, I, I would say, you know, I want to encourage the person and ask them, like, what do you need? Because I know you do, you know, such and such, whatever the task is, uh, really well. Is it some, you know, like, you know, be honest, like, you know, what do you need to be at yourself to perform, you know, uh, well? What is it that you need? You know, they might, well, might need to work with a, a specific person. It could be personal issues, but you have to tell them, you know, you can't let personal issues stand in tasks that make you shine, that makes you feel good, you know, that you know you're good at. I'll just try to encourage them, you know, show that skill off, girl, uh, boy, or man, woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That we ain't celebrating. We I, we can celebrate afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So you just said. So you you said a number of things. So you just said something again. Um. You you said the phrase "show that skill off," and then you also said that we will celebrate you later. I think that's for some people who have you ever heard of the term "secret talent" for people. Some people can complete crossword puzzles and. Uh, 30 seconds some people can speed read or whatever but they're not um they just they just don't have that confidence or when they when they have uh tried to put their put their skills and their habits and their things on the forefront it wasn't celebrated as you just mentioned so what advice would you give to that person um who maybe they're constantly they're constantly trying to show people hey i do this i do this well i do this well i enjoy this i do this well what type of self-motivation or things that they can work on themselves when they notice they're not being celebrated for what they do well i will ask them why something happened to you because you know it's it's a a, a lot of people uh, you know, like jealousy come into play. They they don't have those skills, and you know, and so when you know you sh you shining and they're not. But I have to you know other people. I was like, God gave you that gift, you know, and and, and and you should be you should be using it, you know. And then you worry about what what the person saying about you, you know, or if there is if somebody is saying something about you, like you you showing off and this and that. It's like this is this is me. This is you. This is your personality. What's the issue? You, you know, you gotta get over because I'm gonna keep on shining. I'm gonna shine. You know, it makes me feel good when I perform. It makes me feel good when I help out. You know, when I complete my task to the best of my ability. You just got to you know talk to people. Tell you know, you know people. But people are uh, people would do that though. You know, you see somebody that have skills or talents that you don't have and they, they're constantly seeked out, you know, people would try to, you know, find something to make that person feel bad, you know, about what they're doing, you know? Mm. And I was like, well, I'll help you. I'll work with you. And, you know, I'll, you want to know what I know, I'll help you. I, I don't have no problems with that because what's for me is what's for me and what's for you is what's for you. So you just, you just said something yet again. Um, I just wrote down um, the words, I will help you. So a lot of times, and I was going to say it between women, because 
because women can we can be catty for no freaking reason whatsoever and sometimes in that we we harm our health and so when you were just saying you know i will help you there are so many women out there who either they're supposed to be mentoring someone else or they're supposed to be they're supposed to be sitting under someone and learning from them but because of just cattiness because of jealousy they they're not doing those things and so someone's either the person that's supposed to be the mentor or the mentee either both of them or one of them is becoming stagnant in where they are so how how would you um mental conversations a person should have with themselves if they know that they are supposed to be be, uh, they're supposed to be someone's mentee or they're supposed to be mentoring someone else but on the flip side they uh, they are not mature and they're not mature enough right at least right now they're not mature enough to let that jealousy let that cattiness or whatever go and it's just not just not just women men and women whomever what kind of uh, you know what that I, I, if, if i was the mentee and i know i wasn't and i know that i know the mentor knows more what she's t- showing me i'll say you know what what is the issue because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna grow under you do you not want to be my mentor? Ment- you know, mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta have that 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 type that you know kind of uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. So how do how does someone sometimes the the person as a mentee would be the more mature person? So how do how do and then it could be. Um, and it, I've seen this happen before where someone who is a mentee or someone who is not as mature, um, they end up being hurt or be, end up becoming stagnant themselves and actually end up learning or taking on some characteristics that they shouldn't have um, that are not as integral as they should uh, as they should have, right? So what so if a person, uh, what advice would you give a person? Who is um, well? I know you just said uh, if you were the mentee, you would just flat out ask your the mentor, "Do you want to mentor me?" But I was when you said that, I was thinking, I'm like, I wouldn't even ask. I wouldn't even ask them. I would just flat out tell them, like, you know what? This, this I believe this relationship is coming to a close. For me, I'm like, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't ask the mentor. Oh, do you not want to mentor me anymore? I, if I'm the mentee, I'll just let out that this relationship is done because I don't. This is not fruitful. I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm not growing. Um, and then also, yeah. it's, ego is a part of that too. So on one hand, you may have a mentor who's a great mentor, but from a mentee point of view, um, that mentor is touching on points that no one else has touched on like maybe you have a maybe have a a, a, maybe you are uh very prideful and no one's ever addressed that in you right because 
uh, with pride con- is connected to confidence. And so you're very confident. So people see that. But on the flip side, you're also very prideful. And that could be damaging. So maybe in your life, someone ne- no, someone never addressed that. But your mentor is seeing, is, of course, is addressing the, the parts of you that are doing well. Like, yes, uh, it's great that you have confidence. But on the flip side, you are, uh, you are prideful in these areas. And they're also giving you examples. So, and then... And sometimes in that instance, the mentee will push back and say, "Well, no, I'm not," and 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 just not accept not accept the help, right? Um, but on in other cases, like we just mentioned, like the I I do think that sometimes people are so excited to be mentors, they're not thinking through everything, and they're not being transparent too about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, if you and I'll give a prime example, child, I, let me redact the names in my head. So, um, I had a, I had an instance. Someone asked me before if I could um, help them, like, get a, a hold of their finances, like uh, making budgets and things from a personal budget for themselves. And so I gave them a template and they didn't follow it. So I'm like, no. This. So instantly I said, this relationship is done. Well, this mentor-mentee relationship is done. Because if you can't do this simple task of staying on point with this, then yeah. I'm, not, I'm not pouring, I'm not wasting my time and in pouring into something that is not going to be fruitful. So we're going to cut this off. Yeah. Um, and then, but also... Uh, this didn't happen to me or anyone that I have been I mentor or have been mentored by but I know another instance with someone else this person actually reached out to someone else and asked them to I think help them with a business plan or a rebrand or something like that and the person that they asked is not business savvy they are not successful in their own business home life is they are in this person is unstable but because that person has a bigger name, right? That mentor that they, that the person that they reached out to, has a bigger name or the bigger reputation. They thought, oh, I need to just ask him. Meanwhile, this person is like completely unstable in their own life. So I think. So how do? How would you? How? How would you? Or what? What would the signs be for someone even before even before the, someone who wants to be mentored? even reaches out and asks someone what are the signs of a good mentor and someone that you can be accountable to what it, name at least three signs that someone should look out for so that they know okay this may this is uh this can be a solid a solid uh, um, uh or discipleship yeah oh okay you know the person like the attitude of the person are you know are they you know willing to to help you just you know just because and and it depends on if you was assigned to the person or it depends on like if you go and ask that person to uh, mm-hmm. make sure you whatever qualities that you see in her and you want to you know obtain those same qualities you have to look for the, you know the, the the characteristic of the person and then you see you have to know you have to like it, it'd be good if you know the person. And you know that they are accountable for themselves and accountable for like tasks that uh, tasks that they might be working on. 
But like you said, Vincent, that the person you just mentioned about wasn't doing this and that, and this, you know, and that, and you know, was failing in the business and, and finances and all that stuff. No, I wouldn't go to a person like that to be a mentor, even you know, even though she might, it, it might be like in a situation where you know that's where you want to be, but that's not the person that I would ask to mentor me. Right. And then I also had. So you mentioned, I, I had two statements. So you mentioned that the first thing you mentioned was the attitude of a person. So with the attitude, um, I wrote down maturity. Okay. Personality. So I broke down the word attitude to maturity and personality. And so the second point I wrote, I wrote down the word integral. And then the, um, did I cut you off? I'm sorry. Did you say the third? No, 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 no. The third. If, can I say a third point? Because I just thought of one. Yes, yes. So the third one I would say is uh, progress. So let's say you and your um, if you're the mentee, right, and you and your mentor have a conversation saying that okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna mentor you in the area of uh, personal finance, and we are gonna set up these four four check-in points and if at these four check-in points you are meeting this then we can continue but if not this will have to end I think that is very important because sometimes when you when people enter these uh discipleship relationships if uh, whichever word you want to choose interchangeably or they may mean something different to different people but when you enter in these uh relationships sometimes they can outgrow themselves quickly especially like if if you're the mentee or if let's say i'm the mentor and i notice my mentee is moving way quicker than i expected i maybe i plotted out this to be a three-month thing and she's moving she or he is moving on quicker and um they in all honesty they probably just need a boost in confidence and they already know what they need to do that's very important that's very important to recognize and say like you know what i, I mean i'll be here for, i'll be here for you i'll reach, reach out but you don't like you do not need me <laughs> i think that sometimes i know i know i asked you to mention three points but i know um one point for sure for someone who wants to be a mentor is that you need to check your ego first because for some people like i just mentioned like if i'm mentoring um if I'm mentoring someone and I see that, wait a minute, you are, you are, you're very knowledgeable in this area. You just needed a boost in confidence or you just needed someone in your corner to say, hey, I can see you, you, you can do this. Like, wait a minute, you don't need me. And because of my maturity level, I know that I don't need to be, I'm like, it's okay. I don't need to be needed by everybody. So if I'm a, her mentor or his or her, mentor i will say honestly say hey you don't need me you're good but for some people unfortunately i have known some people who have mentored others and because of their ego they will drown out a process and have their mentee doing all types of different homework assignments and all different tasks and i'm like wait a minute this is i'm like why would why do you have and me and this part me and these people are in conversation and i was asked why are you having your mentor do uh, your mentee do that? They actually have proved themselves to do whatever, you know, whatever their relationship is doing. Like, why are you doing that? You just 
you just need to feel important. Like what? That, that's um, I think that's something that people need to check in themselves first before they even accept someone because and that's and that is that takes another level of maturity that some people just don't have right now it's very humbling to be in a leadership role having to say you know what i i recognize that i'm a great leader and i could do this but for this area or for this person they don't need me and that's okay i think that's that's very that's something that everyone who aspires to be someone's mentor not even a mentor so you know there are three uh you know there's three types of relationships there's one relationship where one person is pouring into the other so that's more mentor mentee relationship and then there's another relationship someone can be in where they are the mentee and they are being poured into either um, someone could either be pouring down into someone else the person on this end could be receiving for someone and then there's also that relationship in the middle. So these are your peers. We're pouring into each other. I could bounce things off each other. So I think that in all three of those types of relationships, it's very important to let ego aside uh, because no one can be accountable to anyone if ego is in the way. So that's that's my whole John out point. <laughs> that's what yeah, I that's true. And then also they said, what well, I mentioned it earlier about, you know, being honest, you know, being transparent. And then they said, oh, and also answer your emails and your requests. Like, you know, if you got a mentor and you are kind of, you have, you know, something you want to answer them and you know they're probably busy, but still you have to take out time for somebody that you're, ment- you know, mentoring to, to mm-hmm. you know, answer the, keep in touch and answer the email, even though it's not, it might not be in the time a lot of that you all set up to, you know, meet, meet with each other. So that also goes back into knowing yourself and being, I think of being, uh, you mentioned earlier, individual accountability. I think that ties into that because as if you're going to be a mentor, that's one of the things you need to, that's another thing you need to address in your own personal life. Do I have time to be that's someone's true. mentor? Like even though you may be great at teaching people X, Y, Z, but do you have the time? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. So that that's something. I think that ties into your earlier point of individual uh, accountability. And then too, it's like you were saying, being humble as a mentor. I know at the time when I got into education, you know, coming out of college, we had to be paired up with when well, the time they was called senior teacher, but they were mentors and we were mentees. So. Mm-hmm. But it was things that when you come out of college, because they taught, they was teaching for so long, it was a lot of new ideas and a lot, a lot of new things where things had changed and things might be easier or whatever. So mm-hmm. things that I did well, the teacher I worked with, she said, oh, I, I'm going to start using that. That's what we're going to do. And, and then a lot of my ideas she took on, and it was it was no, like, issue. Like, I didn't see no different in her attitude towards me, you know, you know, she still was helping me, you know, because I was learning from her too, because she had the experience. But, you know, it, she took on a lot of ideas, and then we did a lot of things, like in the classroom for the kids, a lot of the lessons were set up that with my ideas, it was, they were my lessons, and, and things like that, so that was a good relationship I had, um, yeah, during that time. 
But you know, mentors can learn from mentees some things because it might have been a while since you know whatever your. set of career was is it's it's always new things coming into their career and if you don't stay in touch with that like in school or reading books or going to lectures and conferences you don't know that information you know and then you know mentees tends to be coming out of the latest they know the latest uh technology the latest information about their career you know they all they know the updates about that so you need to be open to that too i think so i wanted to touch on an earlier subject that you mentioned and that's being well not earlier you just mentioned it too be be open to learn from others and again mature and honest with yourself and not having that ego because that's going to allow you to be able to receive from other people i know this conversation has been like career uh, career and skill set heavy but in terms of integrity and children and family. Would you mind telling people the dollar bill, uh, telling people about the dollar bill test you did with me and Terry when we were kids? Oh, um, <laughs> I wanted to see just how honest you all were. Like, you know, I, I, I talked to you all about being honest, you know, about, you know, not taking things that don't belong to you, or if you want that thing to ask the person for it. So I would just leave, uh, you know, dollars around, and I would just leave it there and just to see if you all would take it. And then, and then like, I was like hoping that you all did take it. So, but if you took it, you, if you wanted to, to come ask me, like, who money is this? Can I have it? But you all never took it, never, you know, never touched it. I guess you all, there's so many, it was mine, it wasn't yours, so. You know, I was like, oh, my kids, well, his honest. They got that trait. They got their characteristics. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. where did you get the idea um do that? Did, was was God giving you that idea? Like, hey, you, you need to test this out. Or, say, what thought process in terms of teaching your kids how to be accountable and, and teaching your kids integrity at a small age? Um, making sure that they know what those things are, even though those can be very complex. Uh, I think you did, I don't think, I know you did a great job in, in teaching us what integrity and being honest, but what what advice would you give to um, young parents uh, right now on how to, how to steward that in their own kids? You have to trust your kids. You have to put them in situations like, I wanted my kids to be, if, if, if nothing, if they didn't have no other characteristic, they're gonna have trust characteristic because I wanted people to be able to trust them. And then along come with trust, you know, you being honest, you know, you, you, you're gonna be honest with people. You got, you know, you're gonna be yourself. You have to think of like the, the, the your kid personality, like just say your kid was the type that pick up, that took things from their siblings that wasn't there. I don't care if it's your sibling or not. You don't take it. Even though you even you might pair it with the sibling and say, look, this is what we're gonna do for him. Cause we're gonna teach him how to not take take your stuff no more. And, and then I mean you you find your kids right now, you just find 
as a as a mother, you get wisdom from from God. Just teach whatever characteristics you want your child to, to to learn. So maybe some things, you know, when you become a mother. But other people, I, I, I don't. I just say be, you know, just 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 let your child be themselves. And they have courses that when they come to you asking you things, uh, answer those questions to your, you know, to the best of your knowledge. And in their age level, you know, and you know, be you know, don't try to hide things from them. Kids are so trusting, um, mm-hmm. and, and you know, they need to be, you know, know that you know if they have any questions you should answer. I don't know. It's 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 hard because it's just like you learning, like you know, every day. It's like it ain't even know every year. It's like every day, every week. You. <laughs> like okay, that skill ain't no good. Like like for instance, like discipline. I always tell people this: discipline. Now, I had two kids, but if you got five kids, you got a different discipline for all those kids, because all those kids, five kids, got different personalities. Now, for instance, we'd be out shopping, and I might tell your brother, I'll say, uh, you know, don't do that, but he'll do it. He'll do it again anyway. I would just give him a little, them little pants, little pants, you know, little pants on the arm. He'll say, okay, okay, I'm not going to do that no more. I'm not going to do that no more. Here you come, and we're out shopping, and you're young, you even younger than him. You say, I, I like, I'm like, okay. That's what I knew. Like, okay, I'll pinch him a little bit. That works for my brother. That's what I knew. I'll pinch him a little bit. You say, what are you pinching me for? That hurts. <laughs> Said, oh, you know, oh, I'm gonna go to jail. Girl, you gonna, you gonna get me arrested. I'm like, that don't work for my daughter. I'm like, that do not work for her. I was, I'm so glad you even mentioned that story. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I was like, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, I am so sorry. I, I really didn't mean to do that. <laughs> So I would, before you even went into that, I wrote down temperament because I was going to ask you to, to talk about that because knowing the temperament of each child you have, each child you're suing over is very important in how they learn about the world, how they are, how you should discipline them and also how you need to teach, how you need to teach them different things. Because I'm like, and that's why I, so my mom was, uh, she was telling me this story before. <laughs> It's hilarious to me. So the time that she's mentioning this, I think we were in like a grocery store, right? And I had yeah. to be, I had to be either three or four. I wasn't five. I was I was younger than five, but I was talking. So maybe I was three or four. And so I'm like, ooh, I like such and such. So I'm I think am I either in the cart trying you know those end caps that are on the end of the aisles? I was trying to climb one of them. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm make, correct me if I'm getting the story wrong, Mom. I was trying to climb one of them, so I could have broke my neck. <laughs> so my mom, she didn't, at the time for her, it's like, no, I don't, I'm not about to tell her, stop climbing that, you're going to hurt yourself. I'm just going to pinch her. And so for me, <laughs> so, <laughs> and so, I'm assuming, I don't remember that size, but I'm assuming, like, even how I am now, I know that I am more. I am. Um, I'm more observant. I'm. All, I always have been. I. I. I react to 
conversation. I don't react to, I observe what other people do, but in terms of uh, me gaining knowledge in something, I like conversation. I like that one-on-one conversation and reading things and knowing things, stuff like that. I've always been that way. So my mom found this out firsthand because I'm like, because <laughs> like, you're not going to pitch on me and you're just going to be pitching on me. So I'm going to ask. <laughs> what you been around before? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> did, people, did, did people like look at you and like, whoa, what is she doing? What's going on over there? Even for myself or Terry, like, did people um? Do, like, no, people, they like, intervene. You know, like we you know people tune in and like, like with you, they like, oh, that that was good that you. You know, somebody knows that that's, that was good that you correct that right away. So, you know, like I was, you know, saying that I'm sorry and hugging on you, and, you know, and, and I won't do, you know, don't do that again. Mm-hmm. And I won't do that, you know, I won't do that again. But, you know, people was, you know, they were saying like they that was something they, that was nice to see, you know, that um, you would discipline her, but also uh, you was hugging on her. We know she was like, you hugging on her. And you know, telling her that you love her and you know, stuff like that. Oh wow, you never tell me that you're about to go to jail for real. I know people actually. <laughs> girl, girl, yeah. Yes. And just so you know, if this is your first time with me, just so you know, my brother and I are ten years apart. He was born seventy eight, I was born eighty eight. So when um it's very, very different. We're different decades. So temperament, we're not the same gender. Um, we're not the same temperament, this different decades, different timing. So I think when around when this has happened, so I, it has to be like, it was the early, early 90s. And so when my mom yeah. was talking to about uh, her, like my, I think, I know before you tell me, Terry, like, would play in between the clothing racks, the racks. popular clothing racks. Yeah. And, and so yeah. he would do that. That was like the early 80s. And so when I was doing this, is the early '90s. So in, um, so even discipline, like uh, styles of discipline, has changed and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. I did not know because I know when you would tell me this uh, this story, like between Terry and I, I knew that like when you um, when you pinched him, he would get himself together because you know. Like and then also we were he was older than I was at the time when he did that so I I think that's a different factor too. You never mention anyone like stopping you and saying hey don't do that to him or whatever. I had no I I did not know people were like hey go to over here oh they watching they watching out they checking it yes. out <laughs> check 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 checking it out. <laughs> Yes, they were. Oh, okay. They were. All right. <laughs> Thank you, people. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we you know as adults, we used to tell our parents, man, if it was back in the days, like it was. I think, I think all our parents would have had a, a rap sheet uh, when it came to discipline. <laughs> Oh, they will. Because they be like, this is my child. <laughs> and I'm going to discipline them the way I see that, you know? And people didn't agree with it. But then, but then back then, mostly everybody, that's how parents would discipline uh, their kids. 
mm-hmm. you know, belts and stuff and all, you know, whoopings and mm-hmm. yeah, all the parents was doing that. So you ain't gonna have a jail full of parents. What you gonna do with them kids? So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just thought I just thought of something that's very important. Uh, uh, not just because it's something I uh, I just thought of this, and then I'm like, oh, there are people already in this situation. So how how would you navigate? As I mentioned before, I really want you and my mother-in-law to live with me and my husband and our kids and all that stuff. We have a big old compound and all that good stuff and with our whole ranch of animals and <laughs> I know before before I said just two dogs and two cats. Now it's a ranch. Maybe we might have a cow or something. I wanna have yeah, I'm I might just do that. But or anyhow, Patty Zoo. <laughs> right. <laughs> I might just do that. But how would you navigate I know you're not in this situation now, but how would you navigate speaking to myself or my husband about the way we discipline our kids whether you you may not agree with uh, whatever we discipline in a way you may not agree with but him and I agree with it so how would how would you navigate that would you um and then in terms of not just discipline in terms of just teaching your kid children accountability as well how do you grant how would you grandparent right because if 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 small children have like Okay, there's mom, there's dad, there's this grandma, and there's this grandma. Who do I listen to? Right? And we see that a lot in um, Black communities where some children may have, unfortunately, some children may have been raised by a grandmother for the first few years of their life, and then mom or dad steps back into their life. This is not going to be my situation, because it's just not. But, um, you know, then mom or dad step back in their life, and so now... The grandmother, the grand, the grandparent, or the uh, the auntie has more authority than the actual parent does. Or even if it, it doesn't even have to be that extreme. What if we just like the like the like the example I gave, where I said I want you and my mother-in-law to live with me and my husband and our kids. How do you how do you uh, navigate that? Because I know that's a that's a thing, child. You know what? They had to be conversations have to be, you know, uh, uh, talked about. And then when their parents entering back into their child life, they're gonna mm-hmm. have to be acceptable to like, you know, we it, it leads up to you uh, discipline them. It leads up. You just you don't they they don't know that, you know, it, 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 right. what's gonna happen if you just come in and try to discipline a, a parent that been out of their life. What they do, they're gonna do is resent you. That's what's gonna happen. And if you don't right. want that resentment, you you don't know. This is your kid to do birth, but in actuality, you don't know this kid. Mm-hmm. Can you tell? You can't tell me something about this this kid. I know everything about this cat. You know the grandparent. So mm-hmm. this, you know you have to have a conversation. Look, you're gonna easily maybe you, you know no discipline. I'm telling you right that's right off. No, there's no discipline because they're gonna say. Why, why, Grandma? I trust you. You protect. You supposed to protect me, even right. though that's my mom. Why are you letting her discipline me? I'm like, no, I'm not gonna let her discipline you. You gotta. You have to learn this child. Know what they like. Spend time with them. And you're gonna be this, and then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna have to learn how to integrate yourself back into 
your child that you birthed like. That's, that's, that is a very great point because I know that and sometimes it happens you know um, things may happen whether it be to it, and it's not always a it's not always a negative situation too sometimes one parent may work out of the home or have to travel a lot for business sometimes one, uh, one parent may have they work a lot and they work crazy hours and so they have to have you know, um, you know, grandma or grandpa becomes that the secondary parent. You know, sometimes that happens in uh, in other in other cases. The parent may have been to prison and come and is coming home, or have been in rehab, or whatever the case, or whatever the case may be. It, is, it doesn't have to be that. It could, in some in some instances, the parent wasn't there, or they're not there in a consistent basis. I think that's really, again, that, that goes back to maturity and ego too. You have to be, let's say I was out here in the streets for whatever reason, and I said, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. And I, I, I left my kids in the care of you, uh, you, their other grandmother and their dad. And now I want to, now I'm, I'm, I have my life together and I'm ready to be uh, the mother that I'm supposed to be, right? Like for me, I know that one, I, I'm not gonna be shameful or, or where I was, right, or whatever situation it is. Two, I'm, I'm, hopefully, I what I would be aware of my ego. I'm like, you know what? This, even though I birthed these children, they don't know me. I was out of here for a minute. This is gonna take a minute. And so I think that you being the role of the grandparent and talking to the the parent, uh, whether it be the mother or the father, just saying them like, hey, you have to learn this kid. That's just what it is. I think yeah. that, that, I'm like, that takes some real maturity, responsibility. I mean, maturity, integrity, and also um, just plain old thick skin. Because for some people, if some, some for some people who don't have a thick skin and is easily offended and easily rejected and feel rejected and things like that that could hurt that could hurt someone right especially not so positive situation and now you're back in that family home uh and you're trying you're doing your best you're trying you're doing all these things that could hurt your feelings but like you were saying like hey this takes time you need to learn this kid yeah, yeah. And then, then you gonna gonna be, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna give you as grandparent, I'm gonna give you a whole bunch of responsibility. You're gonna be providing you're gonna be cooking, you're gonna be providing their meals, you're gonna be taking them back and forth to school, you're gonna be helping with homework, you're gonna be doing all of those things. You know, just so we're gonna see what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll give you have a whole bunch of responsibilities. So that's the only way your kids gonna get to know you and you're gonna get to know your kids. You know, you're gonna know yeah. what they don't like to breakfast and dinner when you're gonna know, you know, what they what they deal with, lack of or what they good at school, what they you know, what they need assistance with. You gotta be there for, to provide that assistance. We had some really good points today. Yeah. But I, I would never I would never stop. Never stop. Never at the thing, you know, with the parents. If they, you know, want to come back and, and be in their kids' life, that, that, that's perfectly fine, mm -hmm. you know, with me. 
but it's take it's gonna take time. That's really you know? good. You, you know, I wanted to say one more thing, and that's some people don't want to admit to. Uh, they don't want to take responsibility for for accountability because often accountability sometimes people think it implies that you you you're gonna be punished or you did so you know negative consequences behind it. You know, so a lot of people won't. Like you say, people will take up where, like you said, a, a person that has skills and be open about what they know how to do or whatever. Because mm-hmm. you know, if they they don't have no confidence in doing that, and they feel like they be, if they fail, then they're gonna be punished or reprimanded or you know some negative consequences gonna come out of that. So they they probably just sit there and say, no, I don't want to get involved. I just wanted to say that. But then on the other hand, people can prove, you know, you can show your skills if you get involved and you, you take on accountability. That would improve, improve your performances. I believe my closing remark would be, just be transparent. Be transparent with yourself and that I, that's way easier uh, said than done because sometimes you'll be in a situation where people notice things about you before you do. And so now, like, wait a minute, I've never been, either you never addressed them in yourself, you're transparent enough to even say to yourself, like, hey, I have this issue. I know for me, when I first joined our church home, uh, one of the things that I used to do a lot is, is like, kind of hide out. And I, I didn't, I wasn't as bold and confident as I am right now. And so one of the things that I would do is kind of hide out and, things like that and I'll let people um, learn things about me on accident like I <laughs> I have a degree in this or that or whatever and I'll just casually mention a conversation and then people will be like what you can do this that and the third and I'm like oh yeah at that time I did that because I wasn't I was confident in my ability but I wasn't confident letting people know that if that makes any sense and so what started to happen is that God would put me in situations where I had no choice but to show off whatever skill that was, whatever talent that was. And then again, that ties into accountability because I wanted, you know, I wanted to grow. I wanted to be bold and all this stuff. But in order to do that, I need to be accountable, right, to other people and not only other people, but to myself and not yeah. water down who I am and and show off my God-given talents and things like that. And so I've, um, I know for some people who are in that situation, they may be feeling that way right now. Um, don't be afraid to show people who you are. Who you are is who you are made to be. Don't think of the things that you do normally as normal or easy for other people. So I'll, I'll probably screw that all the way up, but I'll give an example. So I... Um, so one of the things, one of the one of the uh, gifts that me and my mom both share is uh, administration. She is more, she's a more, uh, she leans towards the teaching part of that, and I'm more the pastoral, more business part of administration, right? And so I can I can create a form right away. I, I'm always great with formulas. I'm like, okay, I can listen to. I can listen, I can be in a board meeting or be in whatever type of meeting. And I'm like, okay, I, in my mind, I can work backwards, get a schedule going, get this, this, and third, X, Y, Z. My mom, she could hear the needs of a student or she could read a lesson and be like, okay, I know this is what you all need to do. And she create, she can create lesson plans for 
months in advance or whatever or whatever in that field of what she needs to do right so we both can do those things i must have mentioned that and so i'm like because i because i could do that so easily my my this is years ago because i could do that so easily i never thought of it as a gift i never thought of it as a talent of mine or whatever and then someone um, uh, someone asked me, I think, what were they asking me? I think they were asking me about um, creating a, a personal budget or whatever, budget spreadsheet that worked for them. I'm like, oh, you just multiply this by that and you know, make these percentages and you're good. And, she, and they kept asking me how. I'm like, why are you asking me how? Don't you just know that? They was like, no, fool, I don't. Like, that's easy for you. <laughs> it was like, wait a minute, you're amazing. Yeah. That's easy for you. That is not easy for everybody else. Some people struggle in that. That is not. And I'm yeah. like, oh. And so then I started to learn that, wait a minute, I'm good at this. This is what I do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm like, so, um, so sometimes, especially if we don't see it in ourselves or we don't recognize it as such, sometimes like you'll begin to find yourself in situations where uh, 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 people are showing you and telling you, hey, you know you're good at this or hey, you know you do this well. So yeah, and let let those situations happen <laughs> and learn. You know what? That's why you, you should be a consultant. That's why, yeah, you, you can be a consultant. You can have a financial consultant or technology consultant, girl. See, I know all your skills. I know all your talents. <laughs> but yes. You know. That's why. So, <laughs> oh, mama, you, you, mama, you in my, uh, you in my prayer journal. You, you, you in my business. So, uh, one of the things that I uh, aspire to do in my career is actually be a consultant, and I call myself community consultant or neighborhood consultant, whichever one you want to work with. I want to work with, especially uh, since I was born and raised here in the city of Chicago. I would love to do. Um, some tasks in urban planning and marketing for our city, right? Because I'm like, there are, you know how like when people come here and they just navigate downtown and it's great. And there are other parts of our city that are great too, but they don't get that same recognition. So I do want to do some consulting and er around urban planning and marketing, things like that. So I'm like, you funny. Because <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I can do that. I'm like, that's, um, I wrote that in my prayer journal, and that's, that's my trajectory. And I'm like, and just in having um, those, you know how, like, in every, everybody does this. I, some people do it more often than others, but having that those career talks with yourself and like, okay, this is what I want to do. This yeah. is what I'm aiming towards. That's actually, I'm like, it's so funny you mentioned uh, <laughs> some teamwork because that's actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, and I and 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 I'll be something. You. <laughs> I, I thought you said you wouldn't work for me. You. I said I will. What did I say? I don't want to. You be said you wouldn't work for me. I don't want to be an employee, but I I want a job. I, I don't know how that how this gonna work out though. That's I don't know. Work. I will fire you. Look, you're just gonna be like, "Have you seen the movie Office Space?" No, I haven't. Dang! So it's this character Milton on there. That's like he's just working there, and they actually the company like actually fired him uh, ages ago, but they forgot payroll, forgot to stop paying him, so he's like he's just there. Yeah
<laughs> you good? You need some water? See, this guy tell you that's not gonna work, ma'am. <laughs> but I would, I would hate to fight, and I would hate to, I'm like, you know what? To humble you, I have my assistant fire you. I'm like, I wouldn't even do it. <laughs> I won't even uh, listen to I won't even be listening. I'm like, you ain't, you're not the boss of me. You're not the boss. You can't, mama, you can't work for nobody. You can't work for me. You got to work for me part-time or something. You can oh. talk to You cannot talk to nobody reckless like that just to be my mama. You cannot do that. Matter of fact, I'll put you, I'll make you my assistant to my assistant so that you can be humble. <laughs> no, I want to have you. I want to I have direct you contact are. You, with you. You are. You, you'll be the assistant to my assistant. You need to be, you, uh, uh, I can't have you. So I will have to go to her to get to you. No, that, that's not going to work for me. You are, you want to be an employee, right? And we I all go shopping. Let's, let's but, okay, yeah. We can continue after the podcast. See how, see, you just t- telling the people how to be accountable. You need to be accountable to your boss. Whoever I tell you, your boss going to be. If your boss is your child, I think that's a whole different situation. No, boo-boo, I'm everybody's boss. I'm <laughs> your direct supervisor. Uh, I never experienced that, so I don't know. Because I, I, I can't have the people. I can't have the interns coming to me like, um, I, I hope I hope I don't lose. I hope I don't lose my internship. But um, your, um, your, your mama talking to us crazy. <laughs> like, what? I will fire you in front of everybody. Like, <laughs> 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 you can't do that. Okay, go ahead. You can, you can, you can. Uh, I said my closing. Oh, look, I was trying to say man to you, talking some foolishness. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. I'm, I'm oh Lord, I don't know. let this let this show that you probably can't work for me, or you got you might work for me part time. But um, <laughs> uh, this is the closing of another episode of Jam and Toast. I hope that you all learned something. <laughs> share this with whomever uh you think would glean from this uh my name is Lorraine Fox and And go ahead honey I'm Sandra Fox (laughs) all right we will talk to y'all or hopefully see y'all we know we don't know well we'll catch up with y'all later all right (laughs) bye bye